Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. It's the Joe Pags Show. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be Crystal Cupper. She is the wife of Nick Cupper, who is an Air Force um, man. He's still in the Air Force. Um, he's a guy who is not that far from retirement, but his pension, his health care for his family is all at risk because he refuses to take the experimental jab. We talk about their story at the bottom of the hour. Do not miss that. Uh, also, I've got another update from this stupid administration when it comes to um, the R word, the word recession. Uh, this is, Carrie, have you, you've seen this guy Deese, right? He's the guy with the short hair and he's got like a goatee. Yes. He's got Brian Deese is his name. I guess he's the economic advisor. Okay. Yeah. He's got a new comment on uh, on the R word. Hmm, okay. Do you think he admits that, that it's a recession? I'm going to say no. We'll have that for you in a second. Plus, I'm about to get real about monkeypox on a Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have That is Carrie Lucky. How you doing? Hello, making it happen. Sam, getting down. Let's go. Imprisoned by the way it could have been. Appreciate you stopping by. Left here on my own. On great radio stations all over. Or the live video feed, whichever. I got to leave before I start to scream. Thursday, almost Friday, the weekend's almost here. Let's sing. Every week I get an email from somebody. Where, where is that version from, man? And how do I how do I get you singing along with it for my car? Mm, really? Well, that'll, that'll Nobody's that asking that. <laughs> they, they Nobody. Want to tell you, I want to see if you were awake. Uh-uh. Uh, and how do we get you singing along? How do we get you just singing the song by yourself? No way. Uh, but no, a guy did email me a little while ago. And he said, what is that version? And it's actually, it's, I had never heard of it, but I believe Polo gave me this version because he saw the movie. I think that's where we got. Polo, you, got, you gave me this version, didn't you? Maybe. Like 10 years ago or something? I mean, I, I would not have known about it. I don't think. Well, I was like, hold on a second. Let, let me get my earbuds. Let me, let me swallow this, this gum I'm eating. <laughs> now he's coughing a little bit. And the poor guy is like, I didn't know you were going to talk to me. Because um, you saw the movie, and I, I almost feel like you... Because t- I used to play the Dave Mason version, uh, version, which was the original one from Traffic, Feeling All Right. And I always knew about the, the Grand Funk Railroad version. Uh, I like the Joe Cocker version. It doesn't have horns in it. So you must have told me about this. Uh, I'm assuming I did because uh, I know you're into like this type of music and stuff. So I think that's why I, I mentioned it to you. Yeah, it, it had the horns in it, which I did. I did not know there was a version like that. Uh, this is Huey Lewis. Do you, is it Huey Lewis in the news or is it just Huey Lewis by himself? Do we know? I'm assuming it's just Huey Lewis, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so as well. I think it's a great version. And I think live in concert, Joe Cocker did do a version with horns. But uh, but his, I believe his record 
of feeling all right did not have it, but it was exactly this arrangement. Same piano in the beginning, the same whole thing. You'll hear in hour number three, Grand Funk Railroad does it very differently, and the, the original Dave Mason song is very different as well, but this is Huey Lewis, for those who are asking, and it is from the movie Duets. You know what the funny thing is, Paul? People can't find the song. I mean, is it, is it for download somewhere? Where did we find it? Uh, you have to have it. Yeah, I, I don't remember where, where I got it from. And, and I want to say, I, I could be wrong, but you, we used to play the Joe Cocker one too, right? I don't know. We played, I, I a different, we, we, we played three different versions, but I like this one so much that I went with this the whole time. I feel like we did Dave Mason. I feel like we did the original Traffic version. I, 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 I think we, I think in the very, very beginning, I think we did Joe Cocker, um, maybe the Dave Mason one you're talking about, and then... Um, Funk. Yeah, maybe it was those, and then I then I gave you this one, and you really liked it, and then we went away from the Joe Cocker one. And yeah, I think what you said was, if you like that one, wait till you hear this one, and then I was like, okay, I'm doing that for two hours at least. Yeah, and then Carrie said, please don't sing along. So therefore, of course, I started yeah. singing along. Yeah, I said that quite a bit. I don't listen to me. No, no, because I give you your Wednesday song, and it's about oh, you're gonna get okay, okay. So, uh, so, so now, did your sons hear the the bet yesterday or not? No, they did not because nobody Damn mentioned it, really? it to me. <laughs> so no, nope, Man. nope, nope. I got to get a hold of them. I, I, I heard from people on that one as well. If you didn't, if you weren't tuning in yesterday, um, I I offered a hundred dollars to one of her sons to secretly <laughs> record her singing Queen or Bon Jovi driving down the street. I would get the recording played on the radio. They get a hundred a crisp dollars. And some wise ass said, "Well, Carrie should just sing something and get the hundred dollars from you." I, I didn't offer it to Carrie. <laughs> I, I offered it to did. the kids. Yes. Oh, that well. wouldn't be that wouldn't be like your normal singing driving on the road uh, kind of voice. Didn't hear you. All right, oh, so yeah. I want to get into um, uh, this this stupid um, monkeypox thing. I don't understand why we're here. Carrie, do you know why we're here? We're talking about changing the name of monkeypox. I'm not sure. No, and we're also not really allowed to say who it affects mostly. So, if you don't mind, give us the whole name change thing. Okay, this is from the Economic Times. New York City has asked the World Health Organization to rename the monkeypox virus. The reason the name could stigmatize patients and it could have racist references. Now, the request was made in a letter by New York City Public Health Commissioner Ashwin Vassan to WHO Chief on Tuesday. Vassan argued the stigmatizing around that name could deter patients of many communities from seeking health care services necessary for their cure. He referenced the racist history the name could evoke for communities of color. Continuing to use the term monkeypox to describe the current outbreak may reignite these traumatic feelings of racism and stigma, particularly for black people and other people of color, as well as members of the LGBTQIA plus communities. AFP quoted Vassan as saying in his letter, the WHO itself had earlier floated the idea of changing the name. Contrary to what the name suggests, monkeypox does not originate in nor is confined to monkeys. Uh, monkeypox, a viral disease infecting humans and some animals, was earlier endemic in Central and Western Africa, but is now being increasingly detected in the U.S. and Europe. A few cases were detected in India as well over the past week. There, of course, is a connection to monkeys having this. It may not have originated there, but that's when we became aware of it, clearly, or else they would have named it monkeypox. The whole idea that the name monkeypox somehow stigmatizes anybody is just stupid. It's just dumb. But I, I want to I just talk very directly about it for a second. If you think the word monkeypox is somehow racist, racist, then you're suggesting there is a race of people that somehow 
are close to monkeys. There isn't. And I know no monkey can speak, so they're not complaining about it. Hey, why are you calling it monkeypox? My monkey family doesn't like this. And then for her to say, to go on and say, it could, it could be harmful to, to black people, people of color, BIPOC communities. What is this person talking about? Do they see people that they just mentioned somehow related to monkeys? I don't. No, I'm not stupid. I know that back in the, the horrible, oppressive days of racism and bigotry and prejudice against black people in this country, Democrats in the media, Democrats in politics, Democrats in, in America were drawing cartoons relating black people to monkeys. It was a horrible thing the Democrats did. They were disgusting, these Democrats, that they kept on doing this. And they kept on, in fact, Democrats enslaved black people. In fact, Democrats lynched black people. In fact, Democrats started the KKK to go and get black people. They segregated our schools, the Democrats did, to keep black people away from white people. But anybody who is a good human being, who understands that they love other human beings, would never have related black people to monkeys or BIPOC or people of color. So those who are, are the loudest about how this somehow can be seen as racist are those that have racist roots. They're people who actually, in, for some reason in the back of their minds, must think there are races of people, human beings, that somehow can be related to monkeys. And I'm here to say it's not the case. And it's disgusting. Let me take this further. Of course, this is going to be harmful to the LGBTQXYZ123 people because now we're going to lie and not say what it is. Just like with AIDS in the early 80s, the original name for AIDS, which is Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome, was GRADE, Gay-Related Acquired Immunity Deficiency. GRID, I think it was. Was it GRID? I thought it was GRID. Mm-hmm. Gay-related immunodeficiency? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there wasn't the A? Okay, gotcha. And the reason it was that was because it was showing up, generally speaking, in gay men. It was being transmitted during gay relations, having sex, man and man. And for some reason, we had to change it to AIDS to make people feel better about it. And I would rather that they would have left it GRID- Because then those who are gay would know they're the ones that have to take precautions directly. They're the ones that are most directly affected. And eventually, we had some idiot named Fauci show up on the scene. And Anthony Fauci, in the same role he has today, 40 years later, said that you can now get this through casual contact just by living with somebody who's infected. Of course, that wasn't true. So in trying to not offend the gay community... They, in fact, made it more dangerous for the gay community. I think Anthony Fauci might be the originator of homophobia. Because of his incorrect comments on AIDS, people were afraid to be anywhere near a gay person. Magic Johnson quit playing basketball because of Anthony Fauci's information. Somehow you could get AIDS from sweating near another guy. No, AIDS was spread by sexual contact man on man. And then eventually, if the man was bisexual, if he had contact with a woman as well, then she could get it from him. Or if you were sharing needles and you were an intravenous drug user, or some were getting it through blood transfusions because the blood wasn't checked first. But we tried to hide that and protect people and not offend people. 
and we alienated an entire community of people in the country. Just like now, we don't want to say that monkeypox, and a study out of England recently said 95% of which is transmitted by men having relations with each other, gay men having gay sex, we're now going to pretend that anybody and everybody can get it just walking down the street. And you can't say it is affecting gay men more than anybody else on the planet because if you do, you're somehow homophobic. You're somehow against gay people. You're somehow anti-LGBTQXYZ123, which is stupid. We need to warn the people who are more directly affected. We're playing games with the name as if that freaking matters. Nothing racist about the name monkeypox. But we're also not giving the proper information to those who are most at risk, putting them more at risk, like those who are dealing with AIDS. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why we're doing it. Yet they keep on doing it. And then if you do what I just did and tell the truth about it, you're somehow the bad guy. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks. Appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. About 10, 11 minutes from now, it'll be Crystal Cupper speaking for the Cupper family and her husband, Nick, who's in the Air Force. Um, because they refuse to take, or he refuses to take the mandated jab, uh, the emergency usage authorization jab, the experimental jab, uh, and, and he is not even being given the, the opportunity to use informed consent. He may lose his retirement. He may lose his health care for his family. And he's been in 19 years. It's not like he just got in. He's been in 19 years. And, and I asked her, listen, he took all these other uh, vaccines and other stuff. That he, You're right. He's taken all sorts of shots. But there are specific reasons why he says no to this one. And it's religion-based. And that in America, I thought, should be enough. We'll have that story at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that, okay? Uh, also, Fauci got AIDS wrong. Fauci, uh, we're supposed to just trust him after he got the coronavirus wrong. Fauci got the shots wrong. He's been more wrong than he's been right. Burks admits that she knew the vaccines would not do what they said it would do, yet she stood there on the podium and said it would do it. So now we're just supposed to take their word on monkeypox. And I'm telling you, wokeism, in my opinion, is going to kill people. We have to be honest about who's getting this disease, honest about how to defend yourself from the disease, and if we're not specifically telling those who are 95% affected by this, then wokeism will kill people. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Again, JoePags.com for all the social media. Can't get through in the phone lines, just scroll down and click on contact. You can send me an email. Let me tell you about the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air, purifier, air purifiers. We've got four or five in the house. It's great. Oxy technology, it's proven that it quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving about how well they work. And they call it the thunderstorm because it smells like a thunderstorm just came through. You know that really clean, fresh smell after a thunderstorm comes through outside? You're going to feel that inside your house, wherever you need it. 
Over 265,000 of these have already been sold. That means that it definitely works and any odor is going to disappear. When you use the thunderstorm, odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more, no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. You're going to get three units for under 200 Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, anywhere else. You've got to get clean, fresh air. You're going to love this. Go right now. Get a special offer. It's, it's available for you with my code. You're getting three units for under 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S-3. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3. Shipping is free as well. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to line two is going to be George in California. George, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Bags. With with this monkeypox renaming thing, I think only a racist homophobe would make that connection that that, that the name monkeypox is racist and homophobic. I agree. As, as far as as far as Fauci, you know, real quick, you did hear him admit that there are irregular irregularities in women's menstrual cycles, right? He actually admitted that. Yeah, but he said no at first, and he said no for the better part of a year until he admitted that, well, exactly, studies are showing he, some, yeah. Finally, I, I heard the interview myself. I yeah. heard the interview myself. He finally admitted to that, and he, and he says, you know, he hoped or he thinks it's temporary. But, um, okay, so he lied about the monkeypox. Yes. The, the three... Highest profile diseases, uh, you know, not highest, but the three that, that are, you know, out there right now, monkeypox, AIDS, and COVID, yes. he lied, spread misinformation about all three. So is there anything that he's been straight to us about? Like, he's been in this position for, what, 40, 45 years? There's been all sorts of diseases that have come down the, the, the pipe. So has he been straight about any of them? Well, he because was only, he, caught, he only know, told us lying about these three. Right. He, he told us, and this isn't about a disease specifically, but he told us, he told the truth about masks, that they don't work and that it would be silly if we all walked around with masks. Of course, soon thereafter, he said we, we should all put on masks. And then he said we should put on double masks. Uh, and then he went to a ball game and took his mask off. No, I don't think the guy's been straight about anything, George. And, and, and sadly, he's going to get a pension when he retires, which is going to happen when Biden leaves office. Um, that's going to be more than the president makes every year. He's going to get a pension higher than the salary of the president of the United States, a guy who's been that wrong that often. He lied about hydroxychloroquine. He lied about ivermectin. He lied about AIDS. He lied about COVID. He, lo- he lied about how it got out. He's pushing this wet market thing, which was just a lie. He knew that it could not possibly have been some bat got it from some pig that bit a, a person. None of that made any sense. And now we're supposed to just get in line and believe this monkeypox crap? No. Listen, if you're a gay man, and you're out there having relations with other gay men. You you should have you should take precautions. Talk to your doctor about how to prevent yourself from getting monkeypox. I'll be direct with you if they won't be. Uh, got about a minute for you, Lisa. Let's go. Well, I was just going to say that just exactly the same thing that he said about the naming of the monkeypox, but it's all part and parcel of the crazy people's discriminatory practices against the people that they claim that that the conservatives discriminate against yes. just like math is racist well you know who was it years ago that talked about the soft bigotry of low expectations but they're actively deterring people from getting an education yes. because they they're the ones that believe that they're not capable of doing the things 
to get the good education. Got to run, Lisa. Very, very well said. That was a speechwriter for George W. Bush, I believe, who coined that phrase, the soft bigotry of low expectations. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Give them a fake grade, make them think like they passed, then they get out into the real world and can't get a job that'll, that'll produce enough money to support their families and themselves. And you wonder if it's somehow a racist society or oppressive society. No, it's the left not taking care of people like they claim they do. And the left is always the ones out there who's starting this stuff. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. Her name is Crystal Cupper. You might have heard of her, her husband, Nick Cupper. In fact, you might have heard of her because she wrote a great article in Breitbart about the situation she and her family are going through. Crystal, how are you? Nice to meet you. I'm doing well, and it's so nice to meet you, too. Yeah, you know, um, I, I love having you on. I know Nick did some media, but because of his position, he stopped. And, uh, and you're, you're sort of taking the mantle and you're speaking for your family, which I really love. For those who don't know the story, Nick has been in the, in the, uh, the Army, what, for, for almost 20 years? He's been in the Air Force for uh, 19. Okay, Air Force. I apologize. I should have known that. My dad was in the Air Force. And he's, he's served honorably. He's a guy who signed up not long after 9-11. And, and he always wanted to sort of give back to the community and do the job of uh, well, show his love for America by serving in the military. And for some reason, the same America that, that he's been serving, well, the central government anyway, is turning on him because they're trying to force this this jab. Mandate the jab or else you're out of the military. Fill me in on how we got here because here's a guy who, as far as I know, hasn't made any waves at all for 19 years and has just served honorably, and now he's being given an ultimatum. Right. And actually, the waves he has made in the past have always been very positive waves. In 2018, he appeared on American Ninja Warrior with our family. They did a package, how they do it, how where they showcase the family. Um, they showcased him as an airman, and they talked about our story of adopting one of our daughters from Armenia when we were stationed in Europe. And he's also won several other major awards at national levels so it was not a total surprise when it turned against us because we know how easily things can change in today's world but it was a very bitter pill to swallow when you consider all that we have given up for the air force which we were happy to do and we are not complaining about that because we love we deeply love america we deeply love our country we deeply love the ideals that it was founded upon and that it stood for. So when we felt we were upholding those ideals by doing what we thought was right, even when it wasn't popular, it was somewhat surprising to see how quickly things turned around in the court of public opinion. Uh, I've got to say this, and it's Crystal Cupper. Her husband, Nick, is is uh, in the Air Force, has been for almost 20 years, close to retirement, and now that's in jeopardy. I, I feel like a doofus. We watch American Ninja uh, Warrior all the time. I'm sure I've now seen you. I've seen the story, and I've seen Nick, and I didn't put two and two together. I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a story that most of America saw. If they love that show, they saw it. They'll be very surprised that you're being targeted like this. So l- let's let's go to the mandate. 
I know that when my dad was in the Air Force and when people joined the military, they signed their lives away in the dotted line and basically have been, you know, injected with just about every vaccine uh, to to protect them from wherever they happen to be stationed around the world. So many people watching and listening will say, well, why is this different? Well, why, why don't you just take it and not make the waves? That's something that we've heard many, many times, even by people we love, even by people who support us overall. I think it is a fair question to ask. We are not of the kind that we think you should never, ever question somebody just because they were on TV or good looking or somewhat well known. Right. And so um, that is a fair question to ask. Some people have asked it more kindly than others. Yeah, right. But that is something to address. And when Nick joined the Air Force at the age of 17 in their delayed entry program and then went off to boot camp right after we graduated high school together, every single vaccine that he took, and there was a boatload, as we expected, as was him in the recruiter's office, when he took all of those, every single one of those had been approved. They had gone through all the normal channels of Um, you know, production and testing and things of that nature. And also, when you're 17, you don't necessarily consider the background of what you're being told to do, right? You're 17. He's full of patriotic fervor. He wants to, he wanted to marry me. He wanted a good job to support me and our future children. And so, yes, he took everything that he was told to. And then when COVID happened and we saw the writing on the wall and we knew that we knew that a mandate was coming, that a vaccine would be coming in today's climate. And so when he started researching, what he found quickly led him to the conclusion that this was not what simply just another shot that he had taken like all the other shots before. And this has dominated our lives over the last 11 months. My husband has turned into a research fiend. I'm not sure I know anybody else who knows more about this shot who is not actually a scientist who is in the process of developing it. Right. And I can understand how if you come, if you research this, if you study it and you feel that this is still a wise decision for your body, we bless that. We would never stop you or tell you not to do it. But he saw so many red flags, and so did a lot of people we know, a lot of other military members. And so he said, in my gut, I cannot take this because science tells him, as somebody who has already had COVID and who already has immunity levels jumping off the charts, he just got his latest antibody test back yesterday. He gets tested very regularly for the last, um, since February of 2021, he's gotten tested regularly. So science tells him that as somebody with abundant antibodies that he does not need this test. And our God tells us that he created science. Science and our faith go hand in hand. So if we say, actually, even though science tells us that we don't need this shot, that I'm just going to submit to it, despite all these other red flags, despite science telling me I don't need it, well, that directly goes against our faith. And that's how he came about to apply for a religious accommodation request. And he should have gotten it very, very easily and very quickly. Uh, the, the problem here, and you said it so well, I mean, really very, 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 very well spelled out. And people who are watching and listening now get it. 
this is not FDA approved. It hasn't gone through the, the proper channels. They say that there are two products that are FDA approved. That's that's not true. It's a lie. They they approved the licensing of a couple of names, Community and, and Spike Jab or whatever it is, um, or Spike Vax, whatever they're calling it from Moderna. These are not um, anything other than EUA. They're emergency usage authorization, which means through informed consent that we got through military battles in World War II through informed consent, you have the right to get the information you need and to only consent when you're comfortable with it. The fact that a military member who has served so well and so honorably was not allowed to say, I'm against this and here, here are the scientific reasons why, here are the religious reasons why, it really bothers me. Um, now, you said you got some really good news yesterday. Did, did he get this a religious exemption or what? No, because the DOD would not do that because they have a blanket policy of denying all religious accommodation requests for the COVID vaccine unless the member is directly on their way out of the door already. In fact, they've approved less than 1% of their religious exemption requests out of over 27,000. So that was not the good news. Well, 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 well uh, let's get to let's hold that for a second. So um, the, the Department of Defense is saying we don't care about your constitutional rights to worship as you see fit and to have religious liberty. They literally said that to him. They have said that their desire for mission readiness trumps his sincerely held religious beliefs. Yeah, but how are you more mission ready by taking a a shot that does not stop you from getting it, doesn't stop you from spreading it, and his natural immunity is scientifically proven to be better than any shot out there? What is their case? They're wrong. Well, yes. (laughs) You said it very well. Right. Um, But... This is, again, they have all the power, right? Yeah. They, you know, Nick signed away his life, and we very much believe there are a few things in life worth fighting for. Yes. I tried to tell many people, we did not do this for fun. Uh, this has not been a fun last 11 months. I'll bet. It has been incredibly taxing on our family for in many ways. Going against the grain is not is not something that I enjoy doing personally. And it's definitely not something that Nick has done lightly, given his great love for his country. And so when people say, oh, well, you just, we've been called attention whores and uh, trying to be influencers and pansies and a whole host of other names that my mother would never let me repeat. Good. It comes back to the fact that we would not be doing this unless we believe so strongly in it. The exact same backbone of steel that made us say, hey, we're going to go adopt a kid in a wheelchair whom no one else wants and it will cost a lot of money while we're living overseas from with no family help and when a lot of people are telling us not to do it. That same resolve inside of us that pushed us to adopt our daughter is the same one that is motivating us now. It's a deep voice inside of us saying that what we are doing, standing up for what we believe is right. And once we've crossed that line, we're not backing down no matter what happens to us, including risking losing everything. It's uh, Crystal Copper. Her husband, Nick, is is the one who we're, we're talking about here. Um, he says no to the mandated um, shot. The shot is not a vaccine. Doesn't stop you from getting or spreading it. Um, but the military and the DOD and this administration are saying you have to take it or else you're out. Um, that doesn't make any sense to me. You, you talked about good news a couple of times, Crystal. Let's get to it. What is the good news? Well, yesterday, Judge McFarland ruled in the Doster v. Kendall case, which Nick is not a plaintiff in, but he gave a class-wide injunction for Air Force and Space Force that the Air Force and Space Force, to include the reserve, cannot take punitive action, including kicking out members who are 
who had a religious accommodation request in as of September 1st of 2021, I believe. So that class-wide injunction covers Nick. So for as long as this case, this Doster case, is being litigated, the Air Force cannot kick him out. And as you know, the speed of the law is slower than my marathon time. Right. So it should buy at least a year. And, and, and does that buy him enough time to, to get to retirement and keep the benefits that you're so afraid of losing? We are hopeful that it will. At this point, I do not feel comfortable saying, hey, we made it, yeah. we, you know, because anything can happen. And our hope is not in man. Our hope is not in any decision from any judge any ruling from any commander or hope is in Christ alone, but it is looking very promising. And we are very grateful that McFarland had the common sense and the courage to make such an unpopular decision. What's kind of amazing to me, and, and you haven't said this, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking this away from our conversation is that yes, this is a steep, a very deep held religious belief with your family, uh, with Nick, but at the same time, I'm betting other people are quieter and they're whispering to Nick. Thank you. Or they're whispering to Nick, you know, we wanted to take this stand, but but we didn't feel as though we, we could make this happen. And we were afraid of the platform and getting the, the, spotlight, uh, the spotlight shined on us or shown on us. Um, are you hearing some of that? I don't think this is just for you and your family, Chris. I got to tell you, I'm walking away from this going, I think they're doing this for the better good. And so that everybody has the opportunity to say, my religion says this, or my beliefs say that, or, or informed yeah. consent means something. It's bigger than just your family, right? Oh, absolutely. We have gotten so many messages and emails and texts and phone calls. And we've even had things sent to us in the mail from people who are saying, you know, I'm, I have not been brave enough to stand up the way you guys have, but thank you for fighting. Thank you for fighting. And it's somewhat taken us aback because if you know us, we're a pretty normal family. We're a pretty typical family, but we've been given a job to not back down. And, you know, in the Bible, it says that we have not been given a spirit of fear. Yeah. So we will not operate on that spirit of fear, but we will operate on what we believe to be right. And so that is what we go forward towards. And it has served us well so far. And it is not anything that I believe we will regret. Even if we lose it all, I would much, much, much rather my children see us go down fighting for what we believe in rather than acquiescing to something that we firmly believe is in the wrong. Well, I certainly I appreciate you doing it. I appreciate Nick doing it. I know that your family is it has an un, uh, uncertain future because of it. I'm glad to hear about this injunction. Uh, l- l- let me let me ask you this: when when it comes to um, the military, you say very eloquently in the article that it's not the Hollywood style military life that you thought it would be, um, and that's something that you had to get used to. I get that, but since Nick has been publicly, you know, making people aware of this fight and how important it is to him and to you and to your family. Have things changed for him on the job? Have they treated him differently? The, the higher-ups, those who answer directly to the DOD, I don't mean the, the rank and file, but those who, who he answers to, have they changed how they treat him? You know, I think there's a lot going behind the scenes that we cannot necessarily see, and I believe there are things going on behind the scenes that his leadership does not even necessarily see. Okay. I believe orders are being given and that they are being followed, but on his day-to-day basis, um, he still goes and does his job and does it well. And he Good. still devo- he devotes a lot of time and energy to it because that is what he signed up for and that's what he wants to do. I appreciate you. I appreciate him fighting for what's right. Uh, I know that you don't have a specific website. Is there a place where people can con- continue to follow your story? Is there a, a Twitter, a Facebook, and anything? 
Um, I mean, I do, I do have a Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. Um, I am, I am not very uh, technologically savvy. It's not my <laughs> thing at, at all. But and that's fine. I do have. I, I am a journalist, so I do have a lot of articles. Out there, if you Google my name, lots of my stuff will pop up. I, I don't enjoy discussing controversial issues. This is not actually my idea of gotcha. a happy day afternoon. Okay. But I, you can always contact me. You can look me up on Facebook and Instagram. It's just my name, Crystal Cupper. And uh, contact me that way. I have my LinkedIn if anyone wanted to get a hold of me that way as well. I believe I'm the only one. I, so I know I probably should have a website, but I've, I'm usually fairly busy just getting my job done and taking care of my four children at home. I got you, and I can, I can appreciate that um, uh, 100%. It's Crystal with a C. Cupper is K-U-P-P-E-R. Go and look for her on all the social media sites. Contact her on LinkedIn and whatever else. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your family's fight and your backbone and your fortitude. And keep me updated on what goes on, okay, Crystal? Thanks so much, Joe. I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, thanks for stopping by on your Thursday. Again, it's Crystal Cupper. You can look her up on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Twitter. I know, on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, LinkedIn is where she's got profiles there. And you can go follow the story of uh, she and her husband, Nick, and their family. Let me tell you in the meantime about uh, Super Beats. Super Beats Heart Chews are amazing. Super Beats Heart Chews, a couple of these in the morning, add them to your morning routine. You're going to find you're not going to need that four and five cups of coffee in the morning or the afternoon to get that energy level back up and then the big crash afterwards, of course. You don't need a bunch of energy drinks or a bunch of sugary sodas or or candies. This is non-GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract, clinically shown to help out with a healthy lifestyle, to support a healthy blood pressure. You want to make sure that your blood flow is where it needs to be, your circulation is where it needs to be. That's really what helps you with your energy throughout the day. And this combination, I, I never saw it coming, but this combination tastes amazing. It's portable. You can take them with you in your gym bag or your purse or your console or your car, maybe even your pocket, and you're going to get that boost of energy, as I said. Try it out. We made it easy for you. Get you up to 45% off plus free shipping when you go to joelovesbeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. Hurry up, it's their best offer available anywhere. You go to JoeLovesBeats.com up to 45% off right now. JoeLovesBeats.com is the website. Make it happen and make it happen right now. Quite the harrowing tale that you can sign on the dotted line to fight for your country. You're actually swearing to fight for the Constitution, for freedom and liberty, for the American way. And in the Constitution, it talks about the government can't basically establish a religion through con- congressional uh, action, but that's been interpreted to mean government can't establish any religion, period. And yet you can tell somebody who has a religious exemption, or he believes he does, that he's got to take an experimental shot. Disabuse yourself of any idea that what I'm about to say is wrong. These are experimental. We're just now getting more study results in that show completely different results than we thought. Dr. Burks is admitting that she knew that they didn't work the way that they were saying but she said it anyway. You got Fauci now saying, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe it does affect the over. Maybe it does affect menstruation. Maybe it does. I mean, you, we should not be forced to do any of this without informed consent. Another big hour coming your way. Keep it here.
This is the Joe Pegg Show.